Hello, this is Spotlight on Lead Poisoning, brought to you by Southern United Neighborhoods, a nonprofit committed to environmental, social, and economic justice for low-income and working families. For more information, please visit our website at southernunitedneighborhoods.org or give us a call at 1-800-239-7379. My name is Marie. I'm here today with Celeste, who um, had noticed some dry sanding in her neighborhood. Um, can you tell us what's going on? Um, yes. Um, a contractor on my block is having his workers sand the lead paint. First, I noticed someone electric sanding. He had a T-shirt wrapped around his head with no other protective equipment. And um, I told him they needed to stop. And he did. And um, he had someone else there that spoke a little bit of English tried to explain to them that it was illegal and it was dangerous for them. Um, so they stopped. But then a week later, there was a girl that was dry sanding, not wearing any gloves and only wearing like a simple mask where you're supposed to have a respirator on when you're working with the lead paint. And so how did you first learn or come to know about the seriousness of lead poisoning as a health issue? Because I think a lot of people don't know in the general public. Right. I. Um, I'm a veterinarian and a master gardener, so in both of those areas we learned about it. Um, you know, in veterinary school there's toxicology classes because dogs can be affected. Um, dogs are affected if they're digging in the backyard, eating the dirt, or just digging in it. And then some dogs um, start chewing on the baseboards and things like that, and they can get ingest lead chips that way and be affected. And then master gardeners, um, you should always have your soil tested. Um, there's uh, testing through LSU. There's little boxes you can get at, at your local garden stores um, to test your soil because you should never put vegetables in the soil unless you test it. Um, you should have raised beds or, or do um, pots. Yeah, and actually um... – Many years ago, we passed a dry sanding ordinance in New Orleans to make it illegal to dry sanding. And one of the um, people that was active in that was someone who was actually ended up dry sanding her house and her dog died. Oh, no. Because she didn't even know. Right. And wow. that's how she hooked up with Dr. Howard Mulkey to get her soil tested and learn more about what was going on with the lead poisoning. So it is a serious problem for um, pets, and you don't even realize. But they're so small that they can't ingest a lot of that. And so what are you worried about with this guy dry sanding in your neighborhood? Well, he's risking the health of his workers. Um, you know, I had gone um, with that ordinance. I guess I was looking it up. It's, it was passed in 2001, and there's something on the city's website that from the, um, the Safety and Permits Department. It's called the Guidelines for Working with Lead-Based Paint. Um, I was hoping they would have a Spanish version that I could give to them, but they um, – all I could find was English, but uh, – I just don't think they know what they're doing. And, you know, they're probably going home with headaches and nausea and um, have no idea why. And I just want to try to educate them. 
Yeah, and because you don't know. They might have small children, pet themselves in their homes, and if they're bringing all that dust back and they don't strip at the door, they're dragging right. it all in their house. Yeah, I didn't even think about that part, but yeah. I was thinking more about them, but yes, they're bringing it home to everyone too. And so one thing the city needs to do is translate some of their materials in Spanish so we're able to educate people. Yes. And so you've contacted 311 to try to report this and what happened. Yes. He, the next day after I called 311, he put up um, a barrier, like some plastic, but um, I'm still concerned about the workers not wearing the protective equipment. And, you know, in the handout, it talks about how you need to have a HEPA vacuum and wear respirators. And like I said, they weren't even wearing gloves. Um, so it's just really Yeah, and if you do any lead work, you're supposed to be actually certified by the EPA. Okay. Um, because there's something called the RRP certification that a lot of contractors don't do because they know it's not enforced by the city, but actually people that are renovating their house ought to know that they should use people that have been certified by the EPA on lead safe work practices and that they shouldn't be dry sanding at all. They should be wet scraping because there's just no control over where the dust is going to go when you dry sand. Right. I was reading this morning that they're supposed to have a, protective cover on the bottom and they're definitely not doing that and it's very windy right now and then there's certain rules about how you dispose of that because you just don't you know leave it out in the street right to blow away even more and actually they suggest that people don't even use those leaf blowers because that just if somebody is dry sanding somewhere and you're out there using those leaf blowers you're blowing that even further down the street because it's just everywhere because it's in our soil, like you said, with the gardening. Yeah. And any kind of exposed dirt is going to just um, possibly have lead. So um, how do you think the city can be more active in responding to these kind of issues? I hate to say it, but I guess fines, you know, people respond to money. So I guess fines are the only thing. And that if they buy um, an older house, they need to know that it has lead, which they're supposed to get a notice when they purchase the house. But right, there I know needs it's to be some follow up about how you deal with that or how you renovate, right? Right. I spoke with a realtor friend of mine yesterday because I, you know, I knew I was going to be talking to you, and they are required to give that um, the handout to new owners, and so that's a problem with renters not knowing. Um, about how uh, dangerous it all is. Yeah, because I don't know what this guy's going to do with his property. If he's going to live there, he's going to rent it out. But you could potentially move into a house that's been dry sanded and um, renovated that way without proper um, protocols, and then you could get poisoned after you move in. Right. I I tried to talk to him about that, but he didn't. Um... He wasn't receptive, I guess I'll say. <laughs> it was like, mind your own business. <laughs> Pretty and much. So, <laughs> um, he said he wasn't doing anything illegal. 
And I, I think I sent you the pictures. Um, yeah. He said he was just spot sanding, which definitely wasn't the case. You know, that girl was doing entire strips of the the um, the old beams in front of the house. You know, they were completely stripped. So. And you shouldn't even do spot sanding anyway. I mean, I've never heard of that, but <laughs> there's no point because it's the same. It just spreads it everywhere. Right. And so um, what do you hope people start to understand about lead poisoning and how to protect themselves? Well, just understand the seriousness of it, um, you know, testing your soil, not exposing yourself and the animals. And, you know, if you find contractors or neighbors that aren't doing the right thing, um, call them out on it, you know, um, Hand them the brochure, stop the work, call 311, whatever you have to do to protect um, yourselves and the yeah, workers. I think if more people spoke up and contacted 311 when they saw this, they would have to do something more because I think they just they tend to ignore it. But right now they're overwhelmed with everything that's going on with COVID. But even before then, they weren't really always receptive or even understood that it's illegal because they're not up to date on their own city ordinances that they have. And then in code enforcement, obviously, doesn't have enough people going out because we have a lot of blighted property in New Orleans. So there's actually a lot of um, hazards out there with um, all the blighted property and vacant lots because um, those houses are older sometimes and they're falling apart and deteriorating, and the lead is getting everywhere, and then people are dumping stuff on the lot, which causes the soil to be even more toxic, right? Right. So I think there's a lot of issues here, but um, as I'm going to be talking with Dr. Howard Milkey, he says that the lead poisoning is contributing to why people have a higher death rate in New Orleans from COVID because they're unhealthy because of chronic slow poisoning from lead, right? Right. We have lead in our water. We have lead in our soil. We have people dry sanding. And I think what the workers need to understand is that it's not so much, oh, your immediate effects where you might start coughing because you feel um, the dust getting into your lungs and stuff. It's the long-term effects. Of who knows how many houses they're working on doing the same thing, right? Right. Because they don't know any better. And then you get chronic poisoning over the years, and there's no really good studies of how low-grade levels of lead just constantly going into your blood affects you long-term because I think people are focused more on children, right, and babies. But adults have chronic poisoning that they carry throughout their lives and it doesn't go away, right? It goes in your bones and then it goes when you get older, you need calcium and the lead leaches out of your bones back into your bloodstream. So it causes these chronic conditions of heart disease, high blood pressure and dementia and that kind of thing. Um, you guys learn about it in vet school? Yes. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people do care about their pets, right? Right. And so I think that might be um, an important way we can reach people and help educate more people. Yeah, let's see. I just wanted to go over the symptoms. Um, 
you know, I, I haven't seen that many cases, but I have had a few that didn't make it. Um, oh, really? So, yeah, symptoms. Well, like you said, that one woman who had sanded at her house, um, you know, usually the, mo- the, um, the most common presenting symptom is seizures, um, but you can have other neurologic problems. Um, they can get aggressive. They can become lethargic, depressed. And also GI symptoms like not wanting to eat, starting to lose weight, vomiting, diarrhea. Those are usually the um, presenting um, cases that we see. But I, I have had two that had such bad seizures, and we weren't able to get them out of it. But there, there is um, there's a medication. It's not cheap that chelates the lead out of the the blood um, that we use as treatment when we see it. So, and does that work pretty well? Yes. Yeah, I've, I've I've had success with it. And so I think a lot of people might just think, oh, well, their dog is getting older or something, so I'm just going to put my dog down because it seems really sick, and they might not even think about, you know, oh, they could be poisoned. Yeah, usually we'll see abnormality in the red cells um, is how it shows up if we do blood work, so... And it's mainly dogs that you see. Yeah, um, not not so much with cats. I don't know if it's because they don't eat the soil. You know, they're not playing in the soil as much or chewing on wood like uh, behavior problem dogs do. So. Yeah, a lot of cats are inside, and the ones that are outside, I never really see them like digging in dirt. <laughs> right, right. And so, so that's probably how they're getting it is from the soil. Yeah. So, but that's interesting because I think um, I didn't know about the seizures. So that's something yeah. that people can look out for because that's really um, can be scary. Yeah. And yeah, it's good it's to know that they dramatic. have something that can be done if they yeah. can get to the vet right away, right when they first yeah. start noticing. If, if we catch it, if we catch it early, yeah. And so, is there anything else you would like people to know about? Um, Lead poisoning, dry sanding, protecting your pets. Just to spread the word to your neighbors. Maybe they don't know. And, you know, if you do see someone doing this work, definitely call 311. You don't have to uh, talk to the actual contractors and workers. You know, if you're uncomfortable with that, just call 311. Yeah, and maybe I'll see um, if we can get – if I could find some materials that are translated in Spanish so we can um, have that on. At least I'll have it on my website so people can um, give it to contractors. Yes. And people working on homes and stuff because they definitely yeah. need to know. Before this interview, I went on OSHA's website and EPA and other things, but I didn't. I couldn't. I found one about the um, fertility effects in women in Spanish, so I have a, a copy of that for them that I'm going to give, but yeah. Well, all I can say is keep up the fight on, you know, when you see it going on in your neighborhood, dry sanding, to continue to report and try to educate, because I think it's very important, and the people that next door to this house probably have no idea. Right. You know, how it could be affecting them. or And a lot of people are outside, right? Like if they're not working right now, they might be outside trying to do their own gardening right now. And they need right. to know about the lead in the soil 
and about how this is going to, you know, impact the food that they're growing on their flowers and stuff, and they need to not mess with it and wear gloves and top it off and raise your beds and that kind of thing. Yeah. It's very oh. frustrating, but thank you for the work you do. <laughs> yeah, and thank you for being willing to um, be out there, you know, because I think sometimes you either care about lead or you don't, right? So it's like sometimes you feel like the one lone person that's like, you know, this is wrong and you need to stop it. But it's a fight that's worth having because you have to do prevention in order to ever solve the long-term health problems with lead. Yeah. Yeah, I got called Karen and nosy Karen and a couple other things, (laughs) but I can deal with that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today. Sure thing. Thank you. All right. Thanks. You have been listening to Spotlight on lead poisoning from Southern United Neighborhoods. If you would like to help prevent lead poisoning, please visit our website at southernunitedneighborhoods.org or give us a call at 1-800-239-7379.